first is first. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thank you. Yeah, cold. <laughs> cold? Yeah, yeah, it's cold. I mean, and, and my house just takes so much to heat to warm up. <laughs> But it's all good. Keeps you sharp, right? The, a little bit cold. <laughs> yeah, it does. So before we get into the new, uh, new album, I'd like to start kind of where you guys left off with the previous one, uh, which is, well, you pretty much toured for three albums and, and the whole cycle straight. Then in 2019, you decided, okay, we need a break. We're going to do nothing but uh, working on this band and, and, and just working on ourselves a little bit or giving ourselves a bit of time. Um, what was it like then once you had to restart everything again? What was your mindset going into kind of a new process and then a new album cycle? Um, yeah, we, I think we were ready. We, um, we took our time with the time off. Um, kind of, we didn't plan on any, any specific amount of time off. It just kind of rolled over. Okay. And it became a year in total, or just over a year. Um, and we thought that the beginning of 2020, like January, was it made sense that we would go back, um, back into it then. So we knew that we were kind of, we felt ready. Like we couldn't do it if 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 we didn't feel it. It's hard to it's hard to describe like how we know what we're when we're ready. But <clears throat> I think we'd had enough time. We knew that we had to do it at some point. You know. Um, We we couldn't just we 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 could put it off forever if we didn't actually just get together. But once we got together, I, I was a little bit nervous, you know, just to see how it was going to go. And because I also the album process, um, it takes a while, and and it's such a an abstract thing that you can't really predict how it's going to go. And you know, in the past, there's been points where people you know you start to go a bit mad and you start to kind of lose sight of what you're doing a bit and it's a very weird thing to do like I think for people that don't do it like it's hard to imagine you just go into this weird like headspace where you're just thinking about it constantly and and you you want to do your best work but you can't force yourself like you, nobody can You can rely on your, you know, your skill, your technical ability, and things like that. But in terms of like songwriting, it's just it's so hard to to nail. Um, so what helps is there's, there's three of us, you know, because then it takes the burden off off one person. Like if it was just if it's just one of you know, I've worked on my own before, and it's much harder. Um, but yeah, we we fell into it pretty easily, and <clears throat> we. Um, We picked things up pretty quickly and we we started going through recordings that we had from sound checks from previous tours and and looked at that kind of stuff and and then it developed from there. One thing I regularly hear from artists is when they take uh, some time off or, or they stop doing a certain thing for a little while, there's always that, that thought in the back of their mind, do we still have it? Do we still have the magic? Was there a moment for the band that you were in the studio or, or just jamming, as you said, um, where you kind of felt, oh, okay, we, we got it. We, we still got it and, and we're on a, a right track now. Um, yeah, that's a good question. It's hard to remember what order the tracks were, were produced in, but I think I there, were, there were definitely points where I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely good. 
and and I'm I was excited to to mm-hmm. get it done and and to work on it and to and for people to hear it. Um, I walk a mile like that. The track, the new track, like that. That was pretty. Um, I got really excited about that. Like I really enjoyed the process and and it felt we felt very comfortable and I think it's a really it, it it's a very mature sounding track to me like I think it shows how we've matured quite a bit and and it and it's um it's very clean and con- concise and I I just really like I like that track and I remember at the time thinking yeah like oh this is yeah people will like this like you know it's 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 so like like even now the album's done and we're promoting it and I'm still like I've got no idea like how where we actually place like mm. in the music scene and industry and things like that. I've got no idea. Like it's just because it's been so long, like since we've been out touring and stuff. And for a lot of people that there's been a long break and, and it, it feels this time feels quite daunting actually, like going into this, this campaign, like, because as far as I'm concerned, like people don't know we exist. Like, it's funny because we're not celebrities. Like we're not, we're not individually famous, like, which is partly like deliberate. Like we, we avoid doing certain things, but the band is obviously famous and successful and, and people know their name. Like if I meet people and they ask me what I do, 99% of the time when I say, you know, I'm in a band called Alt-J, they've, they've heard of Alt-J. Like, and then like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not making it up. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but it's it's just so i never ever get recognized so it's a funny thing it's just like yeah we're about to release an album we've had a number one album in the past like in the uk you know and and it's like are people gonna listen to this in that sense i'm doesn't both uh, on a personal level as you mentioned now but also on a creative level does it feel like kind of uh starting fresh then yeah, well, I wouldn't say starting fresh, but it, I mean, because it definitely, it definitely feels like it's been quite a slog to get here. Four out, al- four albums has been the last ten years for us, like, sure. and and it definitely, I'm, I'm aware of those years, and I, I'm I'm definitely like, I feel it, like I, I definitely, um, the break was great, you know, and it was needed, and it was refreshing, and. Even the, even to be honest, during the pandemic, like we had so much time that we were able to just keep working and be really thorough, and that was good for us. And but I still, I still feel, um, for you know, ten years in, and so, um, but at the same time, like I was saying, I do, I do, I, I this album could go anywhere. I've got no idea. Like it could be hugely successful, or it, or it could be not so successful you know in terms of like sales and things i don't know i've just got no idea like it's it's very isolated at the moment because i'm doing all of this promo and stuff on zoom as well so i've got no feedback like i mean i could if i wanted to like i could look at feedback more and i could I, i deliberately avoid reviews and and um you know a manager often sends us like feedback from the record label and stuff and i just don't I don't interact with it because it just, it doesn't, without sounding like ungrateful or like um, rude or anything, it just doesn't make a difference. Like it, it shouldn't make a difference whether people, whether people like it or not. 
it might sound weird, but I do this because I, because I, I, you know, I consider myself to be an artist and, and whether it's music or painting or whatever it is, like I do it as a means of expression. And, and if I think about what people want too much, then it will ruin it. Um, so I don't really know like what, what, what we're going into, you know, I mean, I've seen some of the ticket sales for the tours and things and they're, they're doing pretty well. And that's a really great feeling because touring, obviously I want it to, I want every show to sell out. Like I, I, I want that because why not? And, and a sold out show, there's no better feeling. And, and, you know, so I always kind of feel a bit like on the fringe. So I do always feel like in fresh in that way. And that like, I don't think I'll ever be like, Oh yeah, we're definitely, we definitely made it like, mm. or I, I've definitely made it. Like I don't ever think that. And not that, not that, that if I did, it would be a bad thing. I just, I just don't see myself like that. I just, I don't see myself as being any further up the ladder than anyone else. And that might sound insane because I am in a lot of ways. I'm aware of my, my fortune, but I'm also, I'm also like, I'm only as good as my last piece of work really. And, and I don't want to um, get ahead of myself. Is part of that then, and, and the humility as well, is a part of that then uh, challenging you, yourself creatively and you as a band and as a group have always been very open to try new things and to, to experiment with with sounds and, and 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 structures and those kind of things. So is that part of it then that you that you feel like uh, once you've done something, then as you mentioned, okay, that's done. But but you need to, as an artist, you need to uh, find new ways of expressing yourself. Yeah, definitely. I I, I don't stop really like thinking about how I can how I can channel what it is that I'm feeling like. I don't stop thinking about it. And to be honest, it's like, and I think about it too much because I don't, I don't, I don't do enough in terms of how, in relation to how much I think about doing stuff. And, and it gets to be, um, it gets to be stressful. because I, I, you know, like last night, for example, I watched the film, the new film, uh, the tra- tragedy of Macbeth. And um, I really, really, really liked it. Like, and, and it's hard to follow because Shakespeare is just hard to follow. Like, if, especially in, a movie format where you can't analyze. I mean, I, I did acting like a couple of years ago and, and I did a, a Hamlet, the soliloquy and, and I had to analyze every single word that he says because I just, I needed to know the meaning because it's not, it's not blatantly obvious. I had to like, so watching that, I'm like, okay, well, a lot of it was just like trying to figure it out. But, and I get like really, really inspired by all kinds of things you know, film is a re- huge inspiration to me. And, and it was, it was such an in- interesting film in the way it was shot and performances and everything, the lighting, everything. And, and it inspires me. And I want to do that. Like, I want to be like, I wish I could do that. And I, and I do little things and I, you know, I've got like video cameras and stuff and I film stuff and, and I put so much pressure on myself and I'm a, perfe- a perfectionist as well. So it's never, ever going to be what I want it to be in my head. And I'm trying to accept that it's about the process. It's not about the end result. And I, and I do do things which, which are that about the process. Um, but I'm constantly thinking like, what else can I do? Like how else can I say what I want to say? And, and I'm just so in awe of like so much. And, and 
I hope that never ever goes away. Like I, I sometimes worry that it would and and that I would lose like my my passion and thirst for consuming art. But so far it's only it's only like escalated really like, mm-hmm. as I get older. So when we when it comes to us and our music, I I, I often I'm proud of what we've done, but I, I often if I if I listen to it too much, I start analyzing it and I think, oh, we should have done this, we should have done that. So I have to just leave it alone and and just and just accept that we did we did a good job and and people, you know, will hopefully like it and and we did what we could at the time and and it's a balance, you know, because there's three of us as well. So, you know, you got to you've got to be considerate of each other. You can't be like, well, I want I want to do this. You know, you've got to you've got to be you have to compromise. With that in mind, then, and this doesn't have to be necessarily something that you came up with or contributed, but can we delve into one thing that ended up on the record that you're particularly happy with or proud uh, proud of? Yeah, sure. Um, um, let me think. At the moment, I'm really, I'm really into you know, track Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I personally like I really struggled with that when we were when we were making it because it it first of all we, we make a demo like the three of us when we're writing we'll record I'll record into Ableton and and um then we've got like a demo and we can kind of go over it as we're writing and you know play around with things and 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 it was going it was going nicely and and but I was struggling with the percussion I just didn't know what to do because everything I did I thought I thought just sounded average and and it just didn't add anything and and I, and it got to the point where uh you know we, we were recording with our producer and I still felt the same and I just I just knew that like it, it was it couldn't be left like that and 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 also there was certain things which I felt were a little bit to be honest a little bit cheesy and and I didn't like that and and but I was I was on my own with that with that opinion and you know, respect. We were respectful of each other, and you know, we 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 tried to be all the time. And I knew that it wasn't like anything personal. I was just I was just having a hard time with the track, and and I so I ended up taking the track home with no percussion or drums. It was just just the just everything else, um, and I took it home and just and worked it on my headphones. And and I used uh, you know different samples, and I tried a few things because I had nothing to lose, and I ended up coming up this if you listen carefully there's some kind of like um there's some sounds that are like uh the impacts and and like percussion sounds that are heavily manipulated um they sound kind of like burial uh kind of stuff which mm. i really really i really like you know i like the sound of when when i was doing that in my headphones and then i found a drum sample and the main drum beat there's like a clave in there um came from a sample which I re-recorded myself in the studio and and I and it completely invigorated the track and gave it this personality which which came kind of came out of nowhere because I was experimenting and it really like made me it just made me feel amazing that that I'd done something which I was really proud of for myself and the others really liked and it's now one of my favorite tracks in the album and the people that I played it to really love it and you know, there's there's strings on there which are insane. Like yeah. our friend Will Gardner composed the string section for that, and they they were recorded live. And and it's a really special track, and it's one of those pieces of work which 
whatever happens, you know, that, that, that I can always say I was a part of that. And, and that's really, I'm really proud of that. Yeah, definitely. That's one uh, that stood out for me as well, where uh, the, the strings, as you mentioned, and then that op- operatic voice almost kind of uh, sang Philadelphia. It's a really yeah. interesting track. And then I wrote down one line from that. Sunny Green is feeling slow, stepped up with a bag, so righteous he sings all of Rubber Soul. Yeah. So are you are you a big Rubber Soul fan? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe, like, he told me at the time that, it's so funny with the lyrics because it's not my world at all. Mm. I don't, I haven't got a clue what, what, um, <laughs> what most of the lyrics mean. And it's not that they don't make sense. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to them to be honest. Like it's Joe's world. And, and um, I think maybe cause, cause I have, my hearing isn't that great. Like when I grew up listening to music, like I, I didn't focus on the lyrics at all. Cause I hear, I hear lower end better and cause I can feel it. And, I still with us. I don't know what a lot of the lyrics mean, but I knew that he put my name in it, which is quite cool. But I don't know what it means. Is, is there because uh, you mentioned kind of your your uh, affinity for cinema as well, and this has been a recurring thing, I think, with the band uh, in general. But uh, there were mentions of kind of a serial killer podcast and, and and those kind of things. So, so do you as a group then discuss, even though you're perhaps not. Uh, uh, directly linked to the lyrics do, do you kind of discuss themes and discuss uh yeah kind of things that go on in the world yeah 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 when 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 we're in the studio like we we spend i think just as much time talking as we do writing and recording it, it's really um it's an important part of the process i mean we've been we've been friends now since 2007 and 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 the reason that we started the band in the first place was, was because we were friends um you know we didn't get together through an ad or anything like that we we were just friends at university and, and we've, we've always had very very like um like quite strong interests in similar things um and films come up a lot we especially joe and i like we both watched quite a lot of films and and we try to like is that we seek out a lot of different films for different reasons, you know, whether it's an actor or, or a, a, you know, a time period or a different language, different language, that kind of thing. And we do talk, talk about all kinds of things. It's a great way to, I think, cause we have very similar ways of seeing things as well, that, that it's very easy to do to have a conversation about like current events or culture. And, and it ends up being, I think it definitely ends up influencing the lyrics yeah, I mean, I've noticed that I, you know, I might, I might have said something to Joe in the past or talked about something, and and it's ended up found its way into the lyrics. Um, yeah, it's it's a really important part of the process. Like sometimes we think, oh fuck, we haven't done it, we haven't done anything today. We've just sat here and talked, but actually, it's it's it is just as important because it, it, it's another, way, you know, making music making music together is is in a way a different form of conversation, sure. and it's all kind of the same thing. And it's, I sometimes feel a lot better. Like when we've sat for an hour and just talked about whatever, because it also can lead to the music directly. Like, you know, you start talking about an album or an artist and you, 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 you know, did you hear that thing they did here or so-and-so and you just pull it up and yeah, it is, I think all kind of um, 
a lot of different art forms benefit from it's like feedback you know mm-hmm. the opinion of your peers is extremely important and i suppose i mean uh, you mentioned it earlier but this has been uh, the last 10 years of your life as well and it doesn't hurt to to have a sense of camaraderie uh, amongst each other right yeah exactly exactly it's a long time you know it's a long time it's important it's important to um to maintain it Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. You mentioned uh, kind of, well, as, as a band, you've, you've never delved into very specific things that's going on in the world. I think Get Better is maybe one of the, the first or one of the only ones that, that really uh, focus on what's going on now. Um, and, and you yourself, I, I read, had, had your own struggles with, with, <laughs> with the pandemic and everything. So what did that song, when you first heard that, what did that mean to you? And, and how did it find its way to the album? Yeah, well, it came. I was think I was actually at home, so I was I was what's called shielding in the UK, where you know if you're if you're a higher risk um, from COVID, uh, they, the government advised people like myself to stay inside. Um, it's crazy, um, and not leave, not leave the house mm-hmm. for different, certain periods throughout 2020 and 21. Um, and I think during the period that it was later on in the year. Joe was writing Get Better with Gus. And I think to be to be honest, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh right. So you're you're you've made this and I'm not in it. You know, I was a little bit jealous. Um and then you know, I thought I sort of thought, oh well, could I could could I contribute to this? And I knew that I didn't need to. Um and it, I I was pretty I was pretty happy that it was it was going that they were doing that and it was potentially going on the album because I think it just added to the to the to the depth of the album. I think it's a really good contribution and I think a lot of people relate to it. You know, it's it's and it's clever in a way that it's not about any anybody in like specifically and and like you said, like we don't really like get too specific about the things that we write about. Um, but this time yeah it, it, i think it was hard not to like because mm. it really did have a big effect you know on everyone and and the process of, of this album was heavily affected by the pandemic and not necessarily in a bad way like it just it just was in the background and and there were periods where it was very stressful because of the the problem was is that because the the three of us and our producer and engineer were the only people in the studio And so, you know, and it was our studio, so we could go in whenever we liked, like, you know, um, but we weren't uh, back there when we weren't that sure about how infectious it was, all that kind of stuff. And we didn't want to take too many risks, but also we knew we wanted to get the album 
finished and and keep working and and uh you know you find a good pace and you don't want to just stop and that those periods were stressful for me because i well i i am higher risk and the advice for me is this and and um i didn't want to say like you know like you, you can't work while i'm not there but i didn't want them to like i didn't mm. want to be like i didn't want this album to be finished and then me just not have a connection to it and because that it's not good um you know and luckily everyone felt the same so we all you know we all realized that that we need all need to be there um and then yeah um we managed to get through it and it and it actually i think the time was was a good thing for us in the end i think we we not had that much time before and it gave us a lot of opportunities to 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 be more um you know we could think about things a bit more i mean it wasn't as rushed a little bit more deliberate maybe yeah yeah there, things changed a little bit over the months which which i think was good for it yeah there, there's one last thing that i want i would like to talk about uh concerning the album then because uh i, I call it field recordings i don't know if that's the, the right way of putting it but those little bits of interview clips or, or just somebody saying a word or these i, I think the the album even starts with somebody opening and you know, opening a coke can and those those little kind of bits of texture what was the reasoning behind that or what was the idea behind those things i think it's it, it varies really like the coke can at the beginning for example was that's a literal kind of because the, the song is about um somebody that we know who's like or at the time was like addicted to coca-cola and like sugary drinks like everyone on the on planet earth um you know so we thought why not get uh why not get the, the 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 opening of the can and then we thought well we know someone so the guy saying um cold and sizzling like he's he's um a, a crew guy for one of us he's our front of house sound engineer on tour guy called lance reynolds and we've always thought he's got a really interesting voice um so we thought yeah let's just do that and then there's a few other things like rain and thunder there's some ocean sounds that were recorded in california uh there's some skateboard sounds recorded in 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 delaware by somebody that i know and um i recorded a few things at home and um manipulated them and it's i think a lot of that stuff is about just creating a, original sound as well so we're not just taking samples um because that you can get into trouble you know you, it's, it's sometimes a nightmare if you if you use a sound and you think it's free and it turns out it's not um But I think a lot of it is just it's original sound is just much more interesting because nobody's heard it before. And and a lot of it's textural as well. Um, you know, our producer's a big, big advocate for experimentation. And he really encourages us to do what, you know, just things that might seem a bit silly at the time, but it's really just about how it sounds. And we've always done that. And I think it's um it's a good it's a good practice because you can especially nowadays you can take any sound and make it sound like anything else and it's a really fun thing to do you know at home a lot of the time the stuff that i make for myself i'm not making like tracks i'm just i'm just making sounds that just like feel good in my ears um it's just such a i find it very relaxing yeah Yeah. One last thought then um, to close off. Uh, you mentioned your your uh, own work. I think it was 2016 that you released High Anxiety. 
are you uh, you mentioned you're not really making tracks but are you thinking about at some point releasing another one i i think about it all the time yeah i mean i i have so much work that i should the problem the problem is is that i i want it to be you know I'm a, like i said earlier i'm a perfectionist <laughs> so i want it to be so good and and i and i go backwards and forwards thinking i could just release an album i could just find stuff that i like and release an album um or i could go into a studio with a producer that i like and flesh stuff out and re-record stuff and get other people in and i would like to do that um but i've been saying that for years and the trouble is i'm not going to have time now so it would have to be after this album And and it to be honest, like I'm fortunate in that I don't need to for financial reasons. Like I'm not obliged to like to do that contractually. Like it's something that if I want to do it, I can do it whenever I like. And and I and I just really like working and and I enjoy the process and and it's it there is a little bit of like I just there's so much good music that I listen to and I compare myself to them all the time and and I just you know like the new James Blake album came out and I was just like well there's no point in me releasing anything because this is <laughs> this is what I want you know if you know it's just so it's so silly like like new FK Twigs album or something like that and it's just like well these guys are doing it so what's the point in me doing it but I don't know and I'm also lazy <laughs> like I'm really lazy like if it was up to me I wouldn't do anything ever <laughs> So, but I, I do really want to. I just need to get my act together. <laughs> well, <coughs> sorry. Yeah. Maybe at some point the time is right and everything will fall into place, and you'll have a, yeah. an avenue to to do so. So that's that's always good to have in in the back of your mind. I think so. And actually, like touring, actually, like get can get me in more into that kind of like mm. mindset because I'm around people all the time and I'm I'm meeting people all the time and there's a lot of conversations about it and that kind of thing. And it, it might actually help, I think, because at the moment, like I was saying earlier, I don't even feel like I'm even a part of the music industry right now. It's weird. Like I just, I'm just, I, I, I keep to myself. Like I don't really go do, I don't do much. Like I just, you know, it's funny. It's so weird. Like looking back, you know, I've been to, you know, like award shows and I've met celebrities and like sold out Madison Square Garden and all this stuff. Right. So, so hard to to believe that, that that it might be soon again who knows like it's it's um it's surreal so right now i'm just in like i'm just a hermit like yeah i understand completely because i have a similar thing where the last two years i've been basically sat at home doing this what i'm doing now and and yesterday i had one face-to-face interview in which it happens maybe once every three months or something. So yeah. it's, it's really, I should say, it feels kind of, to me, it feels like a limbo thing where you're kind of waiting for somebody to give you the sign that you can go ahead and. and... Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And I think I'm actually lucky that I know that, you know, this tour mid February and I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing. And it's two months in the touring the U S so I'm nervous, but I'm also like really looking forward to just that, that I'm looking forward to doing something different and, mm-hmm you know, getting to play on stage every single night. And I think if I didn't have that, I would, I would have to plan stuff like, because yeah, because I think like most people, the last two years is just, I couldn't just, 
I, I would need plans and, and, you know, things to do. Well, luckily you have a album release with the dream uh, on schedule. And I think America, right? First in, uh, from, from February to April, and then you're doing some dates in the UK and Ireland and Scotland, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I wish you all the best. Hopefully they can all happen because that's always an uncertainty as well. But hopefully yeah. Yeah, you get to be back on stage soon and I wish you all the best with the dream. Thank you. I appreciate it.